a whisper and then I'm gonna clap. All right. Three, two, two one. Sure. I'm it'll, sure that'll match it'll up. It'll be close. Luckily. It'll be close. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Uh, welcome to our first episode of the Filmmaking Bros podcast. My name's uh, Richard Bloomer, and my co-host, uh, Will Walker, is going to be with me as well. But we just wanted to, to start off our first episode and just talk about why we're doing this podcast. Will, you want to talk just a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening to our first podcast. Um, we we really wanted to do this to be able to provide uh, some kind of help um, to anyone that's starting out, or any really anyone that's in the, in this industry, whether it's a filmmaker, whether it's someone that's going to be dealing with a filmmaker, whether it's someone that's um, just starting out or trying to learn something. Um, we're we're hoping also to to network to um, get a little exposure possibly, but also just to just to do something together, to work together. Me and Richard and I have always said we wanted to, to do more work together, to shoot more, um, and this was a, a way to possibly get there at some point. But, um, but yeah, yeah, we're here just to help and, and to have a good time, honestly. Yeah, I, I agree with everything that Will said. Um, yeah, I mean, Will and I, we are, we're passionate about filmmaking, of course, but we're also passionate about just helping other people um i think ultimately that's why we want to do this and why we care to do it is that you know there's so many people along the way for us that have helped us that it's just we want to give back we want to help others like we want to um you know connect with other people in the creative world and just and have fun ultimately what we're going to do with our podcast today is Talk about our origin stories and just so y'all can get to know us a little bit better and who we are and kind of why we started what we started and and that kind of stuff. So I say that we start off with uh, Mr. Will Walker and <laughs> Will, tell me a little bit about yourself, your kind of origin story, you know, how you got to where you are now. Yeah. Um Man, wasn't honestly wasn't planning on doing this. I was uh, much more focused on other things. Um, I got started just honestly taking pictures in in college on my on my phone. Um, finally got an iPhone so I could I could get Instagram, and that was when Instagram wasn't on uh, anything was was only on iPhones. And so um, finally got one, and then I could finally play around with taking photos and and uh just really started learning there um and honestly it just kind of took off from there it just uh the big turning point really was one summer um I'd been really focused on sports in the past um but then uh some injury stuff happened and and that had to that had to stop um so then uh I, I studied abroad one summer um and I I didn't take a camera with me. I didn't do anything. Just had my phone. But I was taking phones. I was living in Peru for a summer um, and taking thousands of photos and just playing with them, editing them on my phone and on my computer. My parents bought me a Nikon D3300 or 3000 um, with a kit lens and just kept just kept taking more and more photos, trying to shoot other things, learning stuff on YouTube. Um, and it, it still didn't 
even in college, I wasn't even studying this. I think I took a, a black and white photography uh, course because uh, I was still interested in it, but didn't see it as a career, didn't see it as a, a job. So got out of college, got married, moved away, where I managed a warehouse for uh, a chemical company in Phoenix, um, came back. And the big turning point was when I when we moved back to Texas and then um, I was at a wedding and my buddy, uh, someone else that was a, a groomsman in the wedding had a, a media company and he talked about how he had hated his job and he was doing videos for this company and then he was just talking to himself and he's like, I can do this better uh, by myself. I can do it for people and I can do it bigger. I can do it grander. It just got me thinking really that I would really enjoy making videos for people. I'd really enjoy telling stories for people. I know that sounds super cliche and, and everyone says that, that I'm telling better stories, blah, blah, blah. But I really wanted to, I really liked that medium. I really liked, uh, I'm, I'm a very visual person. I very, I really liked how that looked to me, uh, how that looked as a career, as a as a job, um, even though I'd never, never shot a video before, never edited a video before. Um, and I'm like 25, 26 at this time. And so <clears throat> kind of in my mind, just kind of laid a framework. And I, I picked that guy's brain, got his number, um, called him a few times, probably bugged him a lot and, uh, kind of just started taking steps toward shooting video, um, editing video. And that, that was a huge learning curve, and I kept working for, I kept building houses for three years, and uh, was shooting video on the side, taking photos on the side, um, saving money, trying to figure out how I can do this. And I really needed that time to learn and to grow and to see what I would need in that time, what I would need the time by the time that I stepped off and did this on my own. And so eventually, yeah, three years. Three years into doing it on the side, <clears throat> learning how to edit, learning Premiere Pro, learning learning all the ins and outs, um, and saved up enough money to where my wife was comfortable that I that I quit my day job, and um, yeah, stepped off, and now I've been doing this full time four or five years. So yeah, awesome. So when did you? Uh, what year did you start? Like, you know, I guess when did you actually? Pick up the camera for the first time. You know what year that was? Does uh does that include iPhone or a phone? Or yeah, what? yeah. Well, the first so. time that you were like, you know, hey, I want to take some photos. Yeah, that was probably like it was either sophomore or junior year of college. Um, yeah, and I I was just on my phone and I started playing with light, uh, natural light, um, and. and silhouettes and background and things like that yeah so started in started in college nice and I guess how many years now has that been from from that moment oh shoot let's see man I've been doing this full-time for like four years then part-time for three years so seven six um probably like 10 10 to 12 years probably yeah nice nice yeah that's awesome that's awesome you know so I know that now you have your own video production company. Is that correct? And yes, I do. What's what's yeah. the name of that? It's Tall View Productions. Nice. Yeah. And where where'd you get Tall View Productions from? Well, it started like I've got a brother uh, 
a brother, his name's Wes, and he's two years younger than me, but he's probably an inch shorter than me and, and built like a brick wall. Um, and I am, I'm six foot six, he's six foot five. And it was just kind of a play on words, but it was also kind of a, also kind of a way to just to view life um, and what we're, what we're working with, what we're shooting. Um, tall view, it's, we're going to have a positive outlook. We're going to do the best that we can. It was kind of a philosophical type, not philosophical, but uh, just a, a better way to look at things. So that was kind of how it was in my mind. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've known Will for a good amount of time. This is the first time I've honestly heard you talk about kind of your origin story, <laughs> where you got your name. You know, I knew that, you know, I knew that you and Wes are, are freakishly tall. Um, and so I was like, tall views, you know, it makes sense. You know, tall dudes. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, we, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, it's, I don't know, um, because I've had quite a few jobs, jumped around a lot, and to be honest, some of these jobs I've, I've absolutely hated. Um, and, like, it was easy to get down, easy to get bummed out, wish I was always doing something something else. Um, but, and uh, finally found something, like, I've told myself, if I never make another dime doing this, have to work, get another job. Like I'm still going to do this on the side. I love this. I love what it, I love shooting videos. I love creating stuff. Um, and so I finally feel like I, I know I found what I want to do like the rest of my life. I want to be in this industry one way or another. And, um, and I'm going to do it the best way that I can. And, uh, I'm going to do it with a smile on my face and enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's crazy. You know, there's so many people in this world that, you know, I feel like we, we're grown as, you know, at, at our certain age that like we need to do these specific things uh, to be successful yeah. or our parents yeah. want us to do these kind of like they want us to go be a doctor or they want us to be an accountant or, <laughs> you know, get these jobs that are, are great jobs. And, you know, there's people that really love what they do doing that. But those jobs are seen as very, you know, you have kind of this this route that you follow. Um, they're very successful jobs, um, which I think is a really great thing. But I think some people get stuck and they realize that, you know, maybe when they're 35 or 40 that they hate their life. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they wish that they were doing something else, you know. And yep. I think it's great that, you know, at your age and your parents, it sounds like they really like cared to, you know, help you with your passion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's often not the case for I oh, feel yeah. like many people. I know for myself, it was definitely not like that in terms of, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, but I, th I feel like that's, man, that's what I, I love about, you know, what we do and why I love doing what I do here and why I want to do this podcast is that like, yeah. I want other people to follow their passion and their dreams at what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't even care what that is. It might not even be filmmaking, whatever that is. If it's a podcast about dogs, like do a podcast about dogs. That's going to make you way happier than it is probably any other yeah. job that you have. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I want this podcast, I want this podcast to be an enabler for people. It's something that, um, gets the juices flowing, gets, um, 
makes them think about like, what, what do I really want to do? What do I want to do the rest of my life? And, um, and then think about steps, make them think about steps about how to get there. I mean, um, like you were saying, my parents were a huge enabler for me. They, um, if anything, (laughs) they were telling me to go faster. Like my dad was, my dad's an entrepreneur, has his own business. And he was like, you need to step off. You need to, you need to get out there and get going. Um, and I know, uh, a lot of parents aren't, aren't like that. They're, um, a lot, a lot of times we're all, uh, very concerned about safety, concerned about, uh, safety nets, um, things like that. And, um, I don't know, a super, bl- it, my parents were a huge blessing to me in, in this road that I've taken. And, uh, I want us to be a huge help to others too, uh, through this. So segue, Richard, let's hear about your story, man. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, my, my story is kind of funny. Um, kind of the same as Will, like, you know, I grew up and filmmaking, create creativity, art, you know, anything you want to call like the creative side of things, I was never really interested in, or I just never had the opportunity to express that side of myself until later um, down the road. So, You know, I went to college and I was, you know, walking around the mountainsides of Paladuro Canyon, uh, Caprock Canyon in Texas at Texas Tech University, um, getting my degree in geology and kind of funny, kind of a a totally opposite side (laughs) of things, but um, always thought that, you know, I wanted to be a geologist. And my grandpa's a geologist, very successful geologist. And that was something, you know, from the very beginning of college, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I never wavered from that. Um, I really enjoy it. I still enjoy geology, but there's always this like, I guess, burning thing inside me that I'd never got from that. And, you know, it was like my junior, uh, it took me five years to graduate. So this is like my, I guess my senior, super senior year. I started to take some internships, and I remember one day sitting in front of a computer at this internship at an oil and gas company, because I thought, I need to go oil and gas, I need to make a lot of money, and everyone is expecting that this is what I'm going to do with my life. And so I sat here in front of this computer typing, looking at these well logs, these squiggly lines on, on the screen. And I was just like, I was so bored. Like, I was constantly looking at other things, like, just dist- being distracted. Rude. I just and had it was very to, to my <laughs> yeah. college days. Yes. Keep going. It, was very, yeah. it was very monotonous and just, uh, just kind of boring. You know, at that point, I still had no idea, you know, what I was really interested in. Um, but... You know, funny enough, like one thing that I'm very passionate about as well as filmmaking is fitness and uh, specifically CrossFit. And kind of around that time, you know, I grew up similar to Will, always being in sports, uh, always loved sports, always trying, always working out, always doing some type of athletic thing. Um, started doing CrossFit whenever my junior year, this is like 20, I think probably like, I can't remember what year it was. Um, but, you know, started doing CrossFit, got involved with that, and 
you know, from that point, that's when I kind of found this, uh, this desire to help people. And I started the, the coach CrossFit classes and, you know, seeing that helping these people, making them feel welcome, making them feel loved, like really caring for them. And at the time too, I was also working at a coffee shop. Um, and kind of that same experience of making people feel cared for, loving them, you know, I found this desire and this like, oh, like I really want to help people. And that's kind of what happened with uh, geology. I, I think that you can help people 100%, but for, for me and like my own self, I realized that I was not going to be able to fulfill that wanting to help other people and the care for other people and, um, and to just showcase them. And, you know, so, so at that CrossFit gym was coaching, really started to get involved with social media marketing and helping the gym out with their business and how can they grow? How can they get better? Like, how can they show to other people that community is so important to CrossFit? And so how can we show community to other people on social media, on these other platforms? And at that point, I didn't have social media. I didn't have anything, but I downloaded it just so that I could help this CrossFit gym called Nuclear CrossFit in Lubbock, Texas. Now it's called uh, LBK Fit. Um, so, yeah, I started to realize I wanted this, had this need of, of helping people. And funny enough, my dad, he was kind of a hobbyist photographer whenever I was in high school and in school and played sports. He would sit on the sidelines with this big 400 millimeter Nikon lens and he would take photos of me while I was, uh, you know, playing football and things of that sort. And so he had all this camera gear that I just never touched in my life. And one day, to be honest, I asked him, Hey dad, can I like pick up your camera and can I like use it to take better field, uh, field report photos for my geology class? That's honestly why I got like picked up the camera really? and so and so i did <clears throat> and took cool. some cool rock photos you know about some crystals and that kind of stuff that people don't probably really care about but it was cool okay and so picked up this camera started to learn how to like you know take real photos um i think at that point peter mckinnon started to become like <laughs> the dude on youtube he just like came out so i was learning about oh what is like aperture what is f-stop what is iso i didn't know what those things were and i, I just was like i want to shoot in you know manual mode i thought i was cool doing that so from there you know started to take photos and realized oh i can use these photos to take better pictures for the uh for the crossfit gym so started to take photos for the crossfit gym i was shooting with the like old nikon D300S, like one of the first, you know, cameras with video on the Nikon cameras. And was always in the drones too with my dad. So I had a drone. I had a Mavic Pro. Mavic, yeah, Mavic Pro, one of the, the first Mavic. And so I had that as well. But, uh, you know, from that point, helping stuff, help, helping the gym, and got into video by getting this Mavic a drone and started using it as a video camera <laughs> funny enough i started to <laughs> it had shot 4k so i was like dang this thing shoots 4k like 
this is probably the best video of all time. And there's a gimbal on it. So like, oh, dang, I can get some like smooth images. So I was using this drone to shoot videos for the CrossFit gym while also taking photos with this camera. Wait, but, you wait, know, long story here's short. Here's my question real quick. Were you. What's up? Was it just like aerial stuff or were you like, because I know pe some people. No, man. Hold I was going handheld. No way. Okay. I was going handheld with this drone, like literally using it as a a camera and was holding like holding up my phone in my face so I could see like what I was shooting at and oh, pressing record and I was shooting like people working out and stuff. That's awesome. Okay, cool. You know, I guess long story short, like I just fell in love with creating. Um, and my super senior year, I remember the hardest thing I had to do is at that point I was uh, I had a girlfriend for we were dating for about four four years and she was at that point my fiance so we were dating for about five years and I remember the hardest thing was telling my parents and her parents that hey like just to let you guys know I went to school for five years for geology I'm gonna finish my degree but I'm never going to use it. <laughs> Oh, and man. yeah, so that was like one of the scariest things is telling these people, like my family members, like, hey, like, I'm going to, to not do this. Um, yeah. And so and pursue, you know, <laughs> filmmaking um, at the time, I, you know, fell in love more so with the video side than the photo side. But, you know, going down that route, just I from there, I started to work at some other video production companies, um, learned a lot from people. Um, that's down that route is when I met Will, um, and we just got to know each other. And then now I'm actually living in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been here for about a year and a half, almost two years. I guess four years from that point that I was talking about being at the CrossFit gym. Now I'm in Atlanta, and I own my own video production company. You do a lot of work with the gym there too, right? Yes, I do, I do. So yeah, now four years down, I own my own video production company, uh, worked for another uh, video production company here in Atlanta called Inertia Films for a year, um, and it was amazing. Uh, got to work with some awesome companies like uh, NFL Network, CBS, Victoria's Secrets, like all these big, huge companies with big names working on some film sets, uh, by shooting behind the scenes, doing a lot of interviews, working as a director of photography. Um, on those things and did a little bit of producing as well, which was fun. But from there, I, I've started my own company called Strata House Films. And it's a, we're a company that really helps community-oriented brands that want to inspire people and help people. And, you know, that, that kind of ranges anywhere from your local CrossFit gym to education to the school side you know really a lot of it has to is kind of in the fitness wellness space i do a lot of work for a chiropractor here but you know from there just kind of really i fell in love with this man it's been so much fun yeah um yeah. i love getting to help people with this medium this kind of space that we we work in it's so for sure it's so yeah. uh so fun so yeah so we're we're uh you you talk about you're working a lot with um, small businesses, CrossFit gyms. You're working with a chiropractor. Who do you want, like, who's on your sites? Like, who do you want to work with in the future? Where Man. do you want to take this? 
Dude, that is uh, that's a great question. I would say the hardest part, especially when you're starting out in the space, in video, in any kind of business that creative stuff that we do, is figuring out what your ideal client is. Who do you want to do work for? Like, what do you care most about? You know, the first couple of years, I just did a lot of kind of free work. Did a lot of random work, shooting weddings, doing this, doing that. Did a lot of work for my church as well. And kind of fell in, in some different spaces to see what I really liked. And, you know, I think ultimately the work that I enjoy doing is in kind of the health, fitness, wellness space of things. Yeah. But yeah. I do enjoy, you know, other brands, I think, honestly, the brands that I, I love working with are the ones that have this, the same mentality of that community is important to them, that they yeah. care to help other people and inspire people, that like they have this attitude is almost what draws me into mm -hmm. to work with people more so than what your name is. But, yeah. you know, I guess if I had to answer your question, you know, some groups that I would love to work with um, are working more so in the CrossFit space, um, trying to, to do some stuff with CrossFit HQ. If, if I can, that'd be awesome. Or any, you know, brands that kind of work in there, that space as well. But also, you know, doctors and physical therapists and, um, those people that really just care to help people just like I care to help them. That's kind yeah. of, yeah, that's kind of what I would say. Nice. That's awesome, man. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, what about you? Uh, what's like your, who's your like ideal client that you really enjoy working with or the stuff that you really enjoy shooting? Um, ideal client is one, one that's very hands-off. Um, <laughs> I shoot with, man, we shoot with all sorts of people, um, with different marketing agencies, with different in individuals. We do a lot of ag, a lot of, a lot of shoots that have to do around the ag industry, whether it's technology in the ag industry, um, with like cattle feedlot actual like owners the company owners uh the companies that own those feedlots um my brother does a lot of photography work with uh western western style brands he, he's gone out to deep west texas and shot for a yurt hotel company um and but we it, it's all over the place right now we're pretty heavy in the in the ag industry like i said this has all really come through like i've got i've got some power clients and um one of them in particular is, is also in the ag industry, and um, he's kind of been like a, I don't know, once I once I lit onto him, he's kind of went off like a firework, and we've gone off into so many different areas of the ag industry I didn't even know were, were possible. Um, but honestly, for my brother and I and for, for our company, um, I really want to start working directly with like some Western brands, some Western lifestyle brands. Um, with uh, individuals, I don't really want to play around with the social media hype, um, with influencers or anything like that. I want to, yeah. I want to work with brands. I want to work with, um, with with good people in those brands, with ranches, with uh, with people that do guided hunts, with things like that. I want I want to tell tell those stories. I want I like that lifestyle, and I want. I want to show that lifestyle. Um, it's very natural too, which is more so my shooting style. Um, I like yeah. very naturalistic shooting. I like natural light. Um, I don't like pumping in lots of lots of fake light or, or, or working around with that. Um, so yeah, um, 
the out, I love the outdoors. I want to I want to shoot more of, of the outdoors. Um, but also, I, I really want to do. I really want to get into possibly to like short films, um, but more so like uh, docs, documentaries, and, and mini documentaries. Um, that's where I see us going. Yeah. So, so I guess like for for you, you know, are you do you like shooting the most? Do you like producing? Like, are you do you like to edit the most? I guess like, you know, I, I feel like that's a a good question. That's you know yeah. a lot of people. They're either a jack of all trades or they, you know, are highly focused on editing. And then also, you know, to add on to that, you know, are a lot of your clients right now, are they kind of like, do are they doing the creative and you're going to shoot for them or are you doing all the creative like in-house? So right now, so first question that you that you asked, um, am I more so a shooter, more so, more so an editor or a producer? So usually, usually I'm doing, I'm wearing all the hats when I'm on a shoot. Um, with some clients, they they act as the director and then we're working for their clients, which is a big help. So a lot of times then I'm just working on framing the shots, making sure the light's in the good right place, making sure we have enough light, um, making sure sets are clean and everything like that. I would say 95% of the stuff that I shoot, I edit. So I, I shoot a lot and then I edit a lot. So it's, 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 a, it's a cool cycle. Um, honestly, I hate editing other people's footage especially when it's bad footage so um, i'm not trying to be sound mean or anything but like that's a nightmare like having to somehow pretty up someone else's footage that um that they just shot and thought well i'll never have to see that again like that's man like i i feel like i don't know of course yeah i've shot a few times and never had to edit just passed along the footage but um I have more respect for the editors and, and because I, I edit a ton. So I feel like I, I put a lot of effort into it. It's just so hopefully they can be like, yeah, I like this stuff. Um, like recently I, I did a shoot, it was an artist spotlight and, um, the client was awesome. They were like, here's what we want to do. You take it wherever you want to and figure it out. And I was like, yes. And had a day of shooting with this painter and we, uh, kind of wove in several different storylines. Um, we did a video about uh, living in the country and her kids and stuff like that and wove that into her painting. And then we did a main painting spotlight thing and um, they didn't care how I shot it, did anything. They were like, we just wanted to be pretty. And I was like, yes, I gotcha. Let's do this. Um, but most of the time, usually I have someone looking over my shoulder and kind of whispering in my ear. So what do you prefer though? What do you like? What, do you, what about you? Are you... Same, the same guy you wearing all the hats when you're on a shoot, you have someone helping you out. Um, and then do you, uh, you prefer shooting? Do you prefer editing? Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'm kind of like the jack of all trades. I mean, I feel like a lot of people now when they start out, you kind of have to understand everything. And I thought that that was a normal thing until I came to Atlanta and kind of worked more in the film industry here. And then I realized, oh, wait. This person's a gaffer. This person's a grip. This person's the audio <laughs> tech. This person's the director of photography. This is a first AC. This is. And I was like, yeah. wait, there's all these different jobs. <laughs> I honestly yeah. didn't even yeah. realize that, um, or didn't really put much thought into it. And uh, but right now, yeah, I'm, I'm the jack of all trades. So shooter, audio guy, director, producer, uh -huh. editor, all that kind of stuff, colorist. Um, but you know, what I really love to do is 
to produce and direct and work with clients and getting to shoot. Um, I love lighting. I love cameras. I love kind of all of that. That just is so satisfying to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. To make someone look beautiful on camera or to light a scene to make it look so, make it look great. And so those are my things, you know, of course, I love the editing process to a certain point. I think the part that I dislike the most is just kind of that first initial phase of, <laughs> you know, getting the edit built, like cutting up all your footage and having the B-roll that you want. And then, you know, I like the ending process of kind of putting that all together. But it, it does take up a lot of my time. I edit for all of my clients, and it probably takes up like 40 to 50% of my time. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, at the end of the day, kind of like pushes back on the amount of work that I can do. So I think in the future, I would love to hire an editor. Um, but we'll see. We'll see about that. Quick question. Do you find yourself, uh, are you hesitant in that? Because it's hard. For, like, I've toyed around with that that idea a lot. But then I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to lose control over it. It's not going to look like the way that I want to. Like, oh, man, that's it, such it, a great it, question. That's so <laughs> difficult for me because, like, I've, I'm, I'm probably really close to being, like, bottlenecked and, um, or I, I dance with that line a lot, whether I'm, like, way too busy and got way too many edits to do and, and losing sleep because of it and whatnot. But, like, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think the first thing that I would do is I would hire, like, a freelancer that, just edits and hire them as a contractor and do that. You know, I think that the hardest part is that, you know, the way that we do things at Strata House is very particular way. Everything is very kind of organized and intentional in the way that we edit. Um, kind of we're shooting everything and editing everything for the ending in mind and having a conflict, a story, like a conflict, a journey, and a resolution in the edits. And so I guess like, I always have that fear. It's like, if I do hire an, an editor, like, are they going to understand that? Are they going to, yeah. you know, know how to create a well-told story on video? Are they going to be yeah. able to pace things well? Like, are they going to want the same vibes in terms of music? Like, are sound effects a thing for them? Like, all these different things that are I love to do to a certain point, um, I think that, it's hard for me to want to hand that over to someone, but I think at the end of the day, it's like, you just got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of times you hear a lot of people in our kind of position, they hand over the editing and it's like the most amazing thing they've ever done. Yeah. Uh -huh. And like, there's, you know, it's like you, you work with, with these people, you can't expect someone to be perfect, but like, you know, these editors that do it all the time, like, their goal is to make you happy just like we are with our clients. And, like, I, I do believe that, like, these whoever we were to work with, like, that's our job, too, is to, you know, relay what we want in the edit yeah. to make it the best. So it sounds like you're kind of having the same problem as me. <laughs> yeah. I've always, I always run with a full edit list and trying uh, in the back of my mind, knowing things that I need to get done. Um, Sadly, usually there's a wedding on there that I know I'm going to have to grind out and uh, know that I'm going to have to do. But, yeah, I, I do need to at some point have an editor that it's a, that's at least going to, like, crank out first drafts of everything so that I can go in and um, touch up and, and put a final touch on and then send over to the to the client. 
so yeah, I'm always I'm always toying around with that and trying to figure out who I want. I always kind of defeat myself right from the beginning because I say I live in not the the busy parts of Texas where a lot of creatives would be, and so probably anyone around me won't be good enough. Um, and mm. that I kind of I kind of shoot myself in the foot right away uh, thinking that way. But I've already been proven wrong with that because I've I've worked with some college kids in here and. Um, actually taught them how taught a few of them how to use Premiere and didn't think that they loved it from the beginning, but then took off and like showed me up big time and showed me effects that they would do. And they were like, yeah, I looked it up and learned it on YouTube. And I was like, really? And so they've showed me up. I think I just got to pull the trigger, honestly. Yeah. Do you feel like that? Like, is it hard for you to make that decision? Because like, do you want to have like more cash flow coming in? Like, um, more, more, is it more of like a client load thing? Like once I have this amount of work that I can't handle, I'll hand it off. Or is it more of like, once I have this kind of money coming in, then I'll handle it off. Like, what would you say is That's for you? part of that? it too. The money does play, play into that. I've got, I've got a few clients that they've got a great volume of work for me. Um, it doesn't pay as much as, um, other clients. And so I, I wouldn't make as much money off of that. I'd have to take some off of that small paycheck already and pay an editor, which really I, I need to dive into that a little bit more, <clears throat> break those numbers down because I don't think it'd be as bad as I think it is, uh, especially if it's someone starting out editing um, that I can kind of coach and walk along with. I still think it's, it's necessary, but uh, that's another thing that does stop me is these paychecks aren't always huge, aren't always big. And like, if I'm, if I'm taking things out, out of that and uh, it's a slower month, then, then it just makes me slow down a little bit and think, well, I don't, I don't know if it's time yet. Um, but then I turn around and I'm, I've got to stay up till one or two once a week and, and get stuff done. So, and I'm tired of that. I don't, I don't, I don't like doing that. So yeah. Yeah. But I feel you hundred percent on that. You know, I'm going to kind of totally switch uh switch things up and ask a different question because i think some people would be interested do you remember when you and i met like i would love to kind of tell more about like how we met um and how we even are on this pod like podcast together now you know yeah so richard and i met it was it was a couple years ago i think but not long not that long ago and i think how did you meet my brother because that's how i met you Oh yeah. Okay. So funny, man. <laughs> everything comes back to CrossFit for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I was working out at a gym. So Will lives in Texas. I'm from Texas as well. Will lives in Bryan College Station, Texas. If you know where Texas A&M is, the Aggies, gig them. I didn't go there, but uh, I still like them. If you know where that is, it's uh, a little bit south of kind of Austin and north of Houston. <clears throat> but I was there because my my wife is in veterinary school. And so she had about two more years left. We got married when when she had two years left. I met Will, I think like or I wait, wait. Let me talk about Wes. So I was working out of a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Obey and Wes, um Will's brother, he came to the gym and uh I met him there, this big, tall dude, and I was like, what's up, man? He was a photographer, and for me at that point, it was like, whenever I met, like, a different, a new creative <laughs> or something, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's an, it's a, 
He knows Dude, camera stuff. That is how know? I feel all the time. If I meet someone that owns a camera around me, I'm like, "Dude, let's get coffee. Let's hang out. I want to hear your story. Tell it all to me." Um, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and it's like, because you know, I, I grew up kind of in a small town, and then I mean, I've honestly not really had that many friends in like the creative world, like photography, same, filmmaking, same. and so meeting meeting Wes for the first time, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome." And I think someone actually like introduced him to me because I was making some videos and taking some photos for the gym. So that's how I met Wes. And I honestly, do you remember how we like, I remember our first time we met, but do you remember how we like randomly met? Man, I, I'm trying to remember. I remember when we went, we went and ate at Zoe's grill, but yeah, uh, I, I know we met before then and I, I can't remember when because my brother just kept talking and he was just like man you got to meet this guy named richard i was like richard i was like who who's this and he's like dude he shoots video for crossfit he's legit and also i was like immediately intrigued and i was like yeah let's do it and uh i, I don't know i mean i know so i i don't remember at that point i was working for another production company and then oh, i yeah. think honestly it was either over social media or something i think one of us or, or me or whatever, we just reached out and was like, hey, what's up, man? Like, I know Wes. Yeah. Uh, like, we should meet up and hang out. And this was, like, towards the end. You know, we ended up moving. Yeah. I think it was a couple of months after yeah. when we met. Bummer. But, yeah, Will and I, we finally met up and went to, to Zoe's Kitchen. Great food there. And we just had a conversation. And, man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> There's, you know... There's not many people for me that I meet and then automatically it's like, oh, this dude's awesome. You know, it's like, it's fun getting to talk about camera stuff. And like, he (laughs) understands filmmaking, he understands like shooting videos and cameras. He likes all the same stuff I do. And we, whenever we met, it was like, man, this is, this is sweet. Yeah. And I just kind of knew from the same. I kind of knew from that point on that, you know, we would still have the, like, some in some way we would still have a relationship so yeah and from there we just kept on you know connecting over over text or phone call every now and then and then yep. you know social media and then here we are heck yeah and anytime we can try we 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 work together anytime we can we try to try to shoot something together um doesn't happen a lot right now though we shoot this crossfit competition that ends up coming to Brian College Station. We've shot it the past two years, right? Is it? Is it only been two years? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been two years. Yeah, there's a CrossFit competition there called the BCS Classic, and I kind of run the. I basically I'm like the Richard's the boss, the media director or whatever. I don't. I don't even call it that. I tell. I just give a sheet to people and they come and they <laughs> take photos and we shoot video. <laughs> but yeah, there's like no one that I knew that. uh could like at that at that time i was like i had no zero people that could help me with this job um and making sure that we capture enough b-roll and that kind of stuff for video and so that's the first time that we worked together i yeah. think was you know will came and shot and helped me out him and wes wes came as well and shot some yeah, photos wes was, wes was doing stills then, yeah but i mean they they like were a lifesaver because i was in atlanta and I had all my gear over there, and 
Will came, brought a bunch of his gear, and it was extremely helpful because I didn't, at that point, had zero clue how to travel with gear. Um, <laughs> I think I ended up renting a bunch of stuff from lens rentals or something. Oh, man. But, yeah. yeah, that was our first time. And I remember, I think one time you asked me to come PA for you on one of your little, one of your Yeah, times. yeah, it was for a little little shoot here for the Rotary Club. Yeah, um, that was, but that was, like, tiny. We were there for, well, I don't even think we were there for an hour. It was, like, a 15-second spot. So, um, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're always always looking to do more together, always figuring out, trying to figure out a way to, to shoot together, to work together. And uh, so... Then Richard had the broad idea. He was like, "Man, let's start a podcast. Let's if if we can't um, if we can't get on shoots together, let's let's get on audio together and just talk about shoots." And I was like, "You don't have to do much to convince me to do that." So, um, yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah. This is this is where we're at. And then uh, Will and I are, are anxiously waiting for our FX six sixes to come in. Man, Will shoots don't get me on. Started. What do you so? Uh, man, this was a whole other conversation that I probably don't want to get in. I'll just leave it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, next. Episode, we're anxiously maybe. waiting for our FX sixes, and uh, I'm shooting on Black Magic. Will used to shoot on Red. Now he doesn't. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we can do our gear story next or something. So, oh, a gear yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. But I say we wrap it up. Yeah, man. And uh, close it out. You know. I guess I'll say if we have any uh, single-digit listeners here, because I, you know, I don't think we're gonna have like a billion people listen. But we don't really care about that. We just care about getting yeah. to, to collaborate together, to um, work with each other, and get to know other people. That's what we care about. But if you could, um, you know, is it subscribe on what is it? Is it subscribe subscribe on podcasts? Subscribe. I don't know. Subscribe do your, anywhere. Do the thing where you follow and like the people listen to your stuff. Yeah. And, and if, you if you could, you know, it would be amazing if this one podcast, if it, it made you feel like that you need to give us a five-star review on iTunes, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, does it does it feel weird saying that for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Like, subscribe, look, <laughs> click the button. That's YouTube. Thanks, Will, for, for coming and talking. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to the next one. We will uh, come out with another podcast here very soon.